0: Okay, so, I know I'm not looking like Bono right now. Maybe a little bit. There's a reason why I'm wearing yellow tinted glasses. Yes, okay. Do you realize that how we see things is called perspective? Today I'm going to be talking about three easy ways to gain perspective. Sometimes we need to gain perspective. But how we see something... The lens of which we wear will either, it taints something. It, it changes how we view things. It, it impacts how we view them. I, I know if I, these are my, actually my work glasses and, and I'll wear them working and then I take them off and I see things very differently after I take them off. And it makes me wonder how much of the time do we have filters on that we are realizing that we're maybe not seeing things as clearly as we should. Or there is a filter on which we see things. Today we're going to be in James chapter 1. I'm going to give you time to get there, so I'm going to address this a little bit later. But I at least want to tell you where we're going to root ourselves in God's Word today. James chapter 1. I have a question for us. Why is it that some people can catch a wave, they catch the wave, and it's exhilarating and it's amazing, and other people get crushed by that same wave? How how is that possible? My son this week uh, watched this great documentary about Bethany Hamilton. You'll see her on the screen right there. Bethany Hamilton was... um, was a surfer or is a surfer, but when she was young, she got attacked by a shark, took off her arm, took a big bite out of her board, and, and it was traumatic. If you've seen the movie Soul Surfer, you will. that was the account of her life. But today, she is a world-class surfer with one arm. How is it that she was able to navigate a storm in her life, navigate a challenging circumstance, and she was able to get back on a board and ride the most significant waves, where for some, that would have defined their life, that that tragedy, that dark time would have defined their life, and they would have crumbled. So how is it that some people ride the wave and some people get taken out by the wave? It's the same wave. Uh, John Maxwell, who is a, Former pastor, you might know him as a leadership guru. He says this, Opportunity is always hidden behind an obstacle. And today with COVID-19, I think there's a lot of obstacles, but I want us to change our perspective today and realize there's a lot of opportunities. Opportunity is always hidden behind an obstacle. So we can either shrink back, isolate, or we can, and we can have the wave pound us, or we can figure out how to, here's the wave, same wave, by the way, let's figure out how we're going to ride this wave. You know, I want us to begin to have our perspectives challenged a little bit. I know you think you see things clearly, but let me tell you that there's always two sides. There's always a different perspective. I want to show you an image. I want you, to ask, I want you to tell me what do you see in this image. Do you see an old woman or do you see a young woman? Now, go ahead in the, your chat box there if you're uh, watching online, especially on our live.gccnh.com. write in the chat box, what do you see? Do you see an old woman or do you see a young woman? Some of you will see one or the other. But let me just tell you how you can look at this perspective a little differently. So you see where the necklace is? That's either a, well, it's either a mouth or it's either, either a necklace. If it's the young woman, that little black part right there, if it, it, that's a necklace for a young woman. Her face is turned. If it's an old woman, you're going to see a big nose and where the necklace is is a mouth. You're going to see that two different ways. Let me show you another image. okay. Look at, this, look at this image. All right, a little old lady. Now, grumpy lady. Now, you, how would you approach that person if you saw them? Be like, ah, maybe I'm not going to approach them. They look a little grumpy. They look a little old. Now, I'm not saying you don't approach old people, but grumpy people, maybe not. Now, let me show you the next picture. How would you approach this person? Beautiful princess, right? And be like more, hey, she looks like smiling and, and more approachable. But what if I told you that they're the exact same person? Look at this slide, you'll see them together. It's the exact same person. Our perspective determines what we see. Okay, so now that I've got you convinced that we can see things differently, let me reorient ourselves a little bit to begin to see things the way that God wants us to see them. See, there's three easy ways to gain perspective. And we're going to start in James chapter 1, 2 through 4. It says, Count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you meet or face trials of various kinds. We're in trials, right? COVID-19, global pandemic, a lot of trials, pain, suffering, difficulties, darkness. But he says, Consider it all joy when we face many trials because, because, here we go, because it was the testing of your faith, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. All right, how do we take a trial that it makes us perfect? Perfect. I think the the pathway to perfection is a perspective. The trials, the darkness, the challenging times, the wave. How we view it will determine if it's going to crush us, take us out, cripple us, or move us to a place of perfection where it's something good for us. Romans 8.20a, I love that. Verse. I I don't know if you knew this, but when I was young, I was a choir boy. My father was a choir director. My mother was the organist of a Presbyterian church. And uh, I sang in the choir. I was a tenor. And I remember this one song, and this is what ingrained Romans 8.28 in my mind. All things work together for good to those who are called according to his purposes. All things, not just some things, all things work together for his, for our good, actually. He works it together for our good. So take our circumstance, COVID-19, homebound, right? Life looks different. Things are closed. Our activities have stopped. But could it be that God is working something for our good? Could it be that we're working to a place of gain, You know, our circumstances should not alter our faith, but our faith should alter our circumstances. Let me say that again. Our circumstances should not alter our faith, but our faith should alter our circumstances. That's perspective, right? How we view something should be run through the filter of our faith, our belief, and our hope in Jesus Christ. But it is a choice, it is a choice. Uh, there 's a great thinker that said this: "I will not let anyone walk through the mind my mind with their dirty feet. I will not not let anybody walk through my mind with their dirty feet. What that means is we have choices to know what filter we take in to gain a perspective. So much of the time we we have these filters, these glasses that we wear, these these things that taint our sight. And we do know the Bible says that we, we do see through like a glass dimly. In this world, we will not have 100% clarity. So the next time somebody wants to tell you this is exactly how it's going to play out, maybe tell, remind them that they don't know. <laughs> In a nice way, of course. But we have a choice. We can either choose, we, we can choose who we listen to, and we can choose what we let into our minds. And the reason why I wanna go there with you for a moment is because that choice then becomes the filter. It becomes the glass of which we look at something. And so today, the three things that I'm gonna be talking about to create the right filter for us, the right view of perspective, it's really important. So three easy ways to gain perspective. Here you go. They're simple. They're so simple that you're like, yeah, why didn't I think of that? Or, hey, I know that. Then the question is, why aren't we doing it? The first one, devote yourself to Jesus and others. There's a couple scriptures that talk about devotion. Colossians 4 verse 2, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Devote yourself to prayer. How are you doing with that? Are you connecting with God? You want to see what God thinks. By the way, you want to know the future? Get to know the one who knows the future, <laughs> right? Don't, don't go hypothesis or theories or, you know, I know it's great to imagine what the possibilities are. I am inquisitive. I'm wondering how many things are going to remain after COVID-19. What are the things that are more people going to work from home? How are people going to engage with church? Yes, we were enjoying watching church from home. Or are people going to stay watching from home? We don't know. But one thing I do know is I want to devote myself in prayer, being watchful and thankful. Um, we don't need to be, we don't need more to be thankful for, by the way. We just need to be more thankful, right? We don't need more to be thankful for. We just need to be more thankful. Think of the things that God has already given you. And when you devote yourself to prayer, go to him and say, thank you, God, for what you're, you have given me. I know for me in this time, I've really appreciated my family more. It's great having my kids around me more. And... It's just wonderful to see how we're actually having to grow in grace, (laughs) right? Um, But it's good. We love each other and we can... But that goes to the other point. Devote yourself one to the other, the Bible says. There's the other devotion. Honor another one above yourself. Uh, This week, can you try that? Can you try honoring somebody above yourself? That's how you gain perspective. Sometimes our view of things is very selfish. It has to do with um, how we see things. I, I know that my family has. I'm pretty particular. If you don't know me really well uh, yet, you'll get to know. I'm, I'm a little bit partic- particular, and and I'm very environmental. So if things get changed in my environment, it it upsets me a little bit, or or I would say it it my world gets a little rocky on the inside. I, that means I'm messed up. I don't know what that means, but so my daughter, I changed something in the house. She goes, so, so I'm feeling a little bit upset on the inside because you changed that, dad. And all she was doing is trying to make a point. So, um, so we're trying to learn how to prefer somebody else over ourselves, right? So I, I had to back away. I was like, let's take a good look at this. Let's understand what do I need to grow in? had nothing to do with her i think she was being kind in pointing out something that i need to work on in my life be devoted to jesus be devoted to others that's how we begin to gain the right perspective number 2 live and lead with love you want to have the right filter the right view of what you see, number two, learn to live and lead with love. I'm going to paraphrase something here. Is what I'm sharing going to build you up, encouraging, that's going to lead people to Jesus? If I'm giving input and advice and giving my opinion, but I don't have love, what are we? I'm a noisy gong, a clanging symbol, which basically means stop being so noisy. <laughs> so you have to say, are you, are you, if what you're communicating builds somebody up, points them to Jesus, that the things that you're saying, your advice, the things that you want everybody to know about, think about it. Is it with love? You see, if you want a wave to propel you and not crush you, our perspective needs to be love, love. So choose love. Love wins, always. Love your family. See, we hear these things and like our mind goes, 10 steps away, but the reality is we need to learn to love our families, right? We need to learn to love each other. Now, some of you are home alone. I get that. Love yourself. Learn to love yourself. Not with more ice cream. You don't need to learn to love yourself with more ice cream. (laughs) Love your neighbor, right? Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor. And I do say, love yourself. Love yourself. So, so love, right? So always thinking of somebody else more than yourself, that your, your words are good um, to, to make sure they're building up. I, I know I heard Audra talking to a bunch of my wife, talking to a bunch of girls on a Zoom call and, and making a joke about, remember freshman 15, ha, 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 they we're gonna do COVID-19, ha, 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 ha. Like we, we know, right? We're home, we're, we're not maybe as active. Well, that's good for her to do that, but I brought it up thinking it would be funny. (laughs) No, it's not so funny. Um, (laughs) By the way, husbands, do not, do not ever talk about your wife's weight. That is a no-no. No, no, no. no. Okay, so here we go. Lens of love. Number three, we're coming down the homeward stretch. Understand this. Let your light shine brighter. And I'm going to not say bright, brighter. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says that we are to be salt and light. We're not to hide our light underneath a bushel. We are a city on a hill. If seeing a city from a distance on a hill at night, it shines bright. There's a glow around it. And I say shine brighter because guess what? Stars shine the brightest in the darkest night. The darkest of places. Hey, a lamp. Try to turn on a lamp in the middle of the day. Guess what? How bright is the lamp in the middle of the day? Not very bright. In the middle of the night, you turn a lamp on and it illuminates the room. We have an amazing opportunity. Talk about perspective. This is not doomsday, guys. This is a time for our light to shine brighter than it's ever shone before. Is that a word, Sean? I, I hear some snickers from my family that's here watching as well. Shone, Sean, you know the right word. Let your light shine brighter, shine. It's not a time to focus on loss. It's a time to focus on gain. It's a time to devote, here we go, the three things. Devote yourself one to another. Okay, let's start this over again. Some of you need to be reminded of this. Three ways, easy ways to gain perspective. Devote yourself to Jesus and one another. Number two, number two, lead and live with love. Number three, let your light shine brighter. Let your light of your life shine brighter. I love this verse in Revelation. How do we overcome the darkness? How do we overcome the darkness? Revelation 12 tells us, they have conquered him, Satan, by the blood of the lamb, Jesus, and by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives even to death, I love that. Look at the time that we're in. The word of our testimony. Today I'm going to challenge us because here, you're going to see this on the screen. Let the obstacle of home isolation become your opportunity to bring Jesus' transformation to somebody's life. If we're not focusing on loss, but we're focusing on gain, if we're looking at perspective, we're saying this is an opportunity, our greatest opportunity— can I, can I ask this of you today? I want 30 people today to take a one-minute video of your testimony. We overcome darkness by the word of our testimony. So this is what I want you to do. Write this down. Three things. Your life before Jesus. Give me something about your life before Jesus. So it's all going to be one minute, by the way. Number two, who led you to Jesus? Most everybody has been brought to Jesus by somebody, number three, number three, your life. How has Jesus changed your life? Your life before Jesus, who brought you to Jesus, and how Jesus has changed your life. In one minute or less, you're going to do a little video testimony on your phone, post it to the Grace Capital Church Facebook. If you're not a part of Grace Capital Church and you're watching, we want you to be a part of this. Join our Facebook groups page, GCC Groups, and post your video. But not only there, I want you to post it on your own page. Why? Because it's time for our light to shine bright. It is time for our light to shine bright because what is shining out of us is how Jesus has changed us. All right, so I need three, not three, I need 30 people to say yes to that. That's you by the end of today. By the end of today, I want 30 of those testimonies. So, our perspective today, I want us to see that the world is not crumbling, the world is in pain the world is groaning and there's a lot of darkness. But from our perspective as followers of Jesus, guess what? It's our time. It's our time. It's our time. Consider it all joy when you face trials of many kinds. The word reminds us because it works something for good in our lives. And why? So we can show the world who Jesus is. Let's have the right perspective. Let's take lemons and make some lemonade today. The world needs to see this light, be the light, be the hope by allowing Jesus to shine through you. This is our moment, church. This is our moment. This is our mission. This is our calling. We have been made for this, but it takes the right perspective. Will you have the right perspective today? Welcome to Church Online. My name is Pastor Mark, and I just want to say thank you for taking the time to join us in watching our services online. Maybe you can't be at our location today and you're watching this from home or on the road. We just want to say thank you for tuning in. And maybe you can't get to a physical location at Grace Capital Church, and this becomes part of your regular routine to do church live on your computer or on your device. We want to say, invite some friends with you do church together life is so much better together and discovering what god has for us is meant to be done in community gather people together and enjoy these services for weeks to come thank you for watching